welcome to yet another episode of Health Mantra with me, Dr. Stacey Fernandez. In the studio with me today is Dr. Rakesh Deshmani. He's a cardiovascular thoracic surgeon at Manipal Hospital, Goa. Dr. Rakesh has done his MBBS at the Government Medical College in Aurangabad and went on to study his MS in surgery in Pune and his MCH in cardiovascular thoracic surgery in Bangalore. Dr. Rakesh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Doctor, what are the most common cardiac conditions that you have seen in practice? Uh, see, in, uh, if you consider cardiac uh, surgery, there are two, one is called as congenital cardiac conditions, uh, right. the, which are there occurring from the birth and there are adult cardiac uh, So, most common what we see in the practice are the adult conditions and amongst that most common what we see is the coronary artery disease as you know, means nothing but the blockages inside the uh, heart, arteries of arteries the heart. And uh, that is the uh, most common uh, cardiac condition which is present today. Hmm. Second, in the adult side, we see cardiac condition we call it as something called as valvular heart diseases. Valvular right. heart diseases, which is means the out of uh, the four valve, the, they either degenerate because of uh, aging or because of uh, some disease we call it as a rheumatic uh, fever or something. And in the pediatric population or congenital, we see the, uh, the diseases we call as something called a cyanotic uh, or right. in which the we call as blue baby we blue syndrome baby. and the another are we call as acyanotic. They are mostly uh, whole in the heart, in the general people what we call it. Right. So, but today our uh, focus will be mostly on the adult cardiac adult surgery cardiac which conditions. we see in the most uh, of the common things we see in the practice. Right. So, doctor, how does a patient know that he has a cardiac condition? Uh, oh, what would be the symptoms uh, that you would usually come up with? Okay. Uh, so, uh, because now as you know the cardiac conditions are increasing the symptoms, yeah. the what people typical thing that uh, just chest pain yeah, is the only pain. cardiac the uh, only condition or ca cardiac symptom of uh, coronary artery. Yes. But it's not like that. So, many people uh, specifically as you know cardiac uh, or the coronary artery disease are most common in the patients who have the diabetes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, most of the diabetic patients they don't get this typical complaint chest of pain. chest pain because of we call it something of neuropathy, diabetic neuropathy. So, the other kind of um, uh, symptoms what should be the uh, which is alarming includes what you call as in uh, they are capitalized we call as angina it mm -hmm. like breathlessness on walking or yes. uh, walking uphill not on the street or uh, uh, after the food we call it as postprandial angina after yeah. having food in the in morning or night you feel that there is heaviness in the breathless or heaviness in the chest or sometimes uh, the pain in the jaw on the left side uh, from the left side from the jaw to the left to the shoulder back. to the back yeah. up to the hand so these uh, all are uh, suggested we call as something called as cardiac angina Other, otherwise uh, means uh, if we consider as angina otherwise it is proved some uh, the cause is something else, else. Okay, so this we see in the coronary artery. Other symptoms, what we see in other like uh, symptoms of heart failure, mm. like uh, uh, swelling, the pedal edema, mm. or uh, swelling on the legs, breathlessness on the uh, when you walk, walk. or uh, when the heart failure is severe, you see the because heart is the main organ which gives blood supply to so all other organs like kidney, liver, they go into failure. failure. So you can see those uh, failure picture also in the patients who have heart failure in that case. Right. Also. So, most of the times uh, I think uh, the public is already aware that mm -hmm. uh, of these symptoms and they usually seek 
medical yeah, health. Medical, yes. uh, once uh, they are at the hospital, how would you diagnose a cardiac condition? Uh, see, most of the uh, patient who comes to the cardiologist, either they come to the cardiologist or they come to the physician, general physician, everything. So they come uh, with this complaint most currently. So there are the uh, investigation part comes in, uh, comes into two parts. One we call as non-invasive and yeah. invasive. Non-invasive means we don't put a cut or anything. So these are the simple investigation which can be done on the OPD basis. OPD basis. So in that what we do commonly is your uh, uh, ECG or electrocardiogram. Yes. On that, if there are uh, some changes, changes or uh, other things, we can go for further. The second investigations come uh, as like we call a study echo. Right. In general language, we call it the sonography, of, sonography the of the heart. In that, we uh, come to know how is the uh, function of the heart, like how is the pumping of the, in general, we call it mm. pumping of the heart. How is the overall condition of the all the walls of the heart? Yeah. Yeah, is there uh, the walls are leaking or uh, is there a problem with the pumping of the heart and uh, then uh, to, to look out for the what we call as uh, as I told you ECG is the just the, uh, what we call it the resting ECG which yeah. is not so if you are suspecting in the patient that he is having underlying any coronary artery disease mm. or blockages we uh, uh, spend a, we measure them to the something test we call a stress test or you must yes. have or you know, a treadmill test treadmill in test. that we make the patient uh, to run on a treadmill and while doing that we do the ECG, ECG. and if the, there are underlying some blockages or that there will be ECG changes and we can see on that. There are uh, like some blood tests and all those things to like your uh, lipid profile, your uh, sh sugars and all those yes. things. Uh, so that also can be correlated, that are just to correlating to the, uh, we call as cardiac, cardiac conditions. conditions. Like yes. So doctor, uh, once a patient is uh, diagnosed to have a cardiac uh, uh, event like a heart attack, hmm. what would be any other specific uh, tests that are carried out on yes. that patient? Yes. Uh, some, uh, as I told you, this patient who present us with the heart attack, most many of them they present with the heart attack in the emergency department. So they, in that case, they what they do in that case is some blood test we call as we call as cardiac enzymes like mm. tropi mm. or CPKMB. These are the uh, they, that can be checked if the enzymes are high, then there is high suspicious that patient has got the heart attack. Right. And the final of all this thing is concluded by we call as one investigation in common language we call as angiography. Right. or coronary, in coronary uh, what angiography. we call as coronary angiography. In uh, Lute language, coronary angiography with nothing but like we call it as uh, x-ray or CT scan of the heart vessels. In that right. they, most of the angiography now they do through their hand to radial artery, they pu uh, put a catheter inside cardiologist and they inject a dye to see the how is the condition of the artery, ah, whether there are blockages are there, if how many are there whether they are critical, non-critical yes. and the further all the plan of the uh, action will be decided after doing the coronary angiography. Right. So doctor, what is coronary arterial bypass surgery? Okay. So, uh, like I am a surgeon, so if as I told you, when we will come forward from the coronary angiography, once the patient's uh, coronary angiography is done, either because of uh, positive treadmill test or because patient had a heart attack, then as I told you, we will evaluate what is there on the coronary artery disease. Right. If the patient uh, is having, uh, we call as uh, most of the time, triple vessel disease, they call TVD or something, and uh, uh, patient, is having, uh, patient is having other comorbidity like diabetes and blood pressure, and uh, made, uh, more than the triple vessel or on in blockages in all artery, it is the how are the nature of the block, block. that is most important. Yeah. If the blockages are long, mm, they are multiple in the so multiple in arteries. The type of blockages yes, and that the is most number of blockages. blockages. That is most important 
and if the uh, if the blockages are long they are in the multiple arteries with the patient having other com comorbidity like diabetes and all these those are the patient we prefer to do a bypass surgery, bypass surgery. on contrary to that if the patient is having only one block not there are two blocks, they are very small, discrete in size uh, in all the three arteries, but there the patient is young and without this comorbidity. Right. Because now cardiology branch also came with very good procedure. So in those patients, they can be uh, uh, like they can be go for the angioplasty or we mm -hmm. call it PTC. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is like nowadays uh, because of the uh, this thing, we most of the Manipal we follow what we call as heart team approach in right. that uh, uh, cardiologist cardiac surgeon, all of us see together, we see the patient profile yeah. and then we take a decision, decision. whether she, this patient should go for uh, angioplasty or this patient can go for the bypass, for bypass, so bypass that we decide. Uh, doctor, at Manipal Hospital Goa, you have uh, touched a milestone by doing nearly at least 500 beating heart surgeries. So I would like you to tell our viewers what exactly is a beating heart bypass surgery. Uh, so as we discussed earlier, the coronary uh, angiography patient subject to the coronary angiography and when the angiography report comes as a severe triple vessel disease or uh, right. when the patient is having diabetes and all of this. So uh, initially, when considered the bypass surgery was uh, done, we call conventional bypass or mm. conventional bypass surgery is done on the cardiopulmonary bypass or in lay language, heart pump. Uh, yeah. heart pump or heart lung machine. Yeah. See, when we do the surgery on the heart, uh, we have to stop the heart, make it soon, and then the uh, function of the heart and lung, because the both are connected, is taken by that machine, that heart yeah. lung machine. We do the bypass operation on that uh, machine, uh, heart lung machine, and then we slowly uh, start uh, restart the heart and then slowly win that machine. This was the standard practice uh, of doing the uh, doing the heart surgery. But uh, because uh, of uh, newer advances and technique thing, so this uh, but problem with uh, this technique is the not the, this one but this cardiopulmonary bypass we call it as something called as extracorporeal because blood goes into that uh, machine, machine and, comes and comes back out. To the body. So there is a some inflammatory response, chances of bleeding, right. these are more. So to avoid this, uh, uh, the technique of beating heart surgery was invented. Mm -hmm. In that, uh, what we do is actually, we don't use this cardiopulmonary uh, bypass machine or CPV machine. We do the surgery on heart beating itself. Right. And for to do that, uh, we have some special ins uh, instruments and we call it something yes. like octopus and starfish. So these are nothing but the we call as stabilizer. Right. So only the part of the heart where we do the bypass operation mm -hmm. that is stabilized by this uh, octopus stabilizer. Mm -hmm. The rest of the heart keeps beating, keeps and beating. you do do the anastomosis or bypass on that artery while the while heart, the heart is beating. beating itself. So the uh, only uh, thing is that for this surgery is that the, your time means for your. Uh, uh, time to complete the anastomosis, uh, hemodynamic instability uh, to, which occurs, that has to be managed. managed. Otherwise, this is a very right. good option because you, um, main advantage of uh, like beating, beating heart, heart surgery is like as I told you, due to we are not using the uh, heart lung margin, the chances of bleeding, chances bleeding. of infection, chances of uh, we call as having the stroke because we don't handle the aorta or what right. we main artery are less, less. Yeah. and even the ICU stays very so less, the patient recovery faster. is the faster, that's the main right. thing. Another milestone that you have also done uh, is total arterial bypass surgery. Yeah. Could you uh, yes. tell us more about what is that and what are the benefits of that yeah. type of surgery? See, the what is basically a bypass surgery, when we do the bypass, we uh, use the conduits, we call as conduits or the which are the material or which are the part which is used in uh, for the bypassing, bypassing the blocks. Yeah. 
So in uh, overall in the world, 90% of uh, people or 90% of operations or bypass operations mm. are done with one artery. We call it lift internal mammary artery and uh, syphanous vein or from the leg, leg. bypass. But the problem with those uh, syphanous vein or leg veins, where what we found as the what we call as um, longevity or patency rate of the syphanous vein is like 50% uh, at the uh, 10 years. Okay. And if you see the arterial uh, bypass. bypass, arterial grafts, they have patency rate of almost 90% at the 10 years. Means if right. you, uh, we, uh, if so you compare, them, compare the them, arterial grafts are, are very, they are doing very better. So they come with idea of using the arterial grafts. So commonly arterial conduits what we use, use. when we do the total artery is like left internal artery right internal artery, mammary artery and uh, radial artery. Radial artery. So, advantage of uh, uh, basically advantage of doing of this arterial is graft. arterial graft is the longevity. Means patient will not uh, need a future intervention or the right. chances of those uh, graft to get blocked are very are less. Much less. Yes, very well. So, doctor, what would be a contraindication to uh, undergoing bypass surgery? Uh, so as such uh, contraindications means the patients uh, whom have very less number of uh, blockages are discrete or the very the patients who are unstable uh, or the patient who had recently stroke uh, they got a stroke right. in that uh, definitely uh, the there bypass operation should be avoided remained yeah. And uh, the, as I told you, the patients in case of if you are considering for a total arterial bypass, bypass. the patient, in that uh, patient, the patients who have very uh, diabetes uh, on the heavy side, like whose HbA1c is on the higher side, who yeah. are obese, uncontrolled, uncontrolled diabetes, obese patient, females patient, in that mm. we avoid the total arterial bypass to, because to avoid the risk of we call it something called as uh, sternal osteomyelitis or infection right. of the stern, wound infections of the right. basically that's. Is kidney disease uh, also a contraindication? Um, uh, not such kidney diseases bypass. or CKD is a not a contraindication uh, definitely for uh, doing a bypass or uh, angioplasty also because uh, see those these are the patient who are actually more prone to get a coronary artery disease right. because of the their uh, itself nature of the illness yeah. they are more prone and they are uh, quite symptomatic so uh, here only in Manipal we, we did lot of patients uh, who are already on the dialysis or who yes. have the high creatinine levels and they underwent uh, bypass operation and they are doing good. Mm. Uh, the only uh, risk remains in all these patients like if their creatinine level is on little bit of higher side mm. post operation they have little bit chances that the, that may get worsen they may land up on the dialysis if right. they are not there. And uh, one of the advantage of beating heart surgery is this one, okay. that the patients whose creat level is on the higher side or they are, um, chances of they will have less kidney injury and less chances that they might land up uh, on dialysis or uh, kidney, means worsening of the kidney condition after doing the bypass. Right. For ideal patient, kidney condition is not a contraindication. Right. Doctor, what would be the advantages that you would see and you would uh, uh, tell a patient uh, once they undergo cardiac yeah, yeah. Uh, bypass, bypass surgery? See, the uh, whole purpose of I always when I patient come to us, they <laughs> talk to a little because this is being a, it's a big, uh, big surgery. surgery. No, no. It's surgery so, family decision, heart. surgery, families, uh, questions, families, yeah. really, everything. See, the um, basic purpose of doing a bypass surgery is like to give a patient full chance. Yes. of living a normal leading a normal life post surgery right. i'm telling yeah. because see so uh, what we look at as a patient i when i talk to the patient or when we uh, discuss counsel the, the counsel patient. the patient is that we tell that see uh, the surgical part like the from the day of your admission to your surgery 
that will be almost seven days you will be in hospitalized out of yes. that one or two days you will be in the icu another three to four right. but it's not like that you have to be bedridden yeah. immediately once we do the surgery once the patient is out of the icu we try to mobilize, mobilize by the patient. time they go home we, we make sure that here in manipal that they go home walking on their own yeah. walking the staircase while doing the physiotherapy and all those things so uh, they have to definitely take care for at least for 15 20 you can say months time because yeah. of the wounds Wound. and all those things but after that definitely they can lead a normal life right. we have uh, i have patients who yes. are young patients who has undergone surgery now they are swimming they are doing cycling they yeah. are doing their doing jobs their normal yeah their activities so they live oh, a normal that's life. Right. so it's not like that some people in their mindset after doing bypasses i just have to live yeah. it's not like that yeah. definitely but of course there is a uh, yes, restriction where they have to continue their medications and Your take medication. a certain amount of care yes see yeah. either you do bypass i told you do angioplasty or do don't do anything yeah. certain medicines like your blood thinners your cholesterol tablet right. your uh, sugar tablets or injection whatever Those that have to be and your and means your like other the, your diet your lifestyle yeah. that has to be followed there is no escape from that right so doctor that was about uh, heart attacks and their management mm -hmm. now could you tell our viewers more about uh, valvular heart diseases yes. so second uh, start off patient what we see in the cardiac surgery, adult cardiac surgery I'm saying is the like as I told you valvular heart surgery as we have four heart walls in the uh, uh, four uh, total walls of uh, in our heart in the so most of the sign on the left sided heart walls they get affected more mm. either of the we call it as something disease we call it as rheumatic fever yeah. uh, that uh, but I am not seen too much cases in Goa because socioeconomic status is good yes. And another thing now what we see is the like uh, degenerative changes we see mm. like over population we say the the popular people who lives more than 60 70 years the due to the uh, aging Age. the walls get degenerated they either become thick or they become regurgitant mm. uh, so in that cases the we call as a, we have the option of doing uh, what we call as wall replacement surgery because of newer advent in the it is a open heart surgery, yeah. but your uh, advent in the walls, what we are mm. getting now, a tissue walls, so they are very good size, they have good longevity. You don't have to take uh, lifelong blood, uh, blood, that, uh, blood thinners or anticoagulant medicines. In so they give you a good a life, better outcome. And uh, these new walls, whatever they are coming, they are uh, like that. If you do the surgery now, and after 10 years, if that wall get degenerated, in that after 10 years, you have an option of not doing the open heart again. Mm. You can manage that things by, by the new techniques like uh, that we call a Stavi or something. Definitely. Right. So what is this uh, new technique of Stavi? Stavi. See, the, uh, this is mostly for the uh, treatment of the aortic wall or aortic okay. stenosis. So this was actually basically started in the patients who are quite sick, as I told you, who are quite old age with mm -hmm. their sick and they are not uh, fit to go undergo the open, open heart, heart surgery. surgery. In that, uh, they, they have come with the, uh, uh, this wall, which is uh, put through like what we do, the angioplasty, angioplasty same thing, yeah. through your uh, uh, groin, they right. go, go inside and that wall is put it in the aorta. And uh, the patient can, we have seen many patients who have come out of the ICUs and they are leading a, at least uh, not a, they will better not die, life better life, what is called, yes, it's procedure. not like I told you ki they will be able to, but they, yeah. they will really need a better life. It is mm. called actually TAVI. Tavi. Right. So this was about valvular heart disease. Besides this, we also have congenital heart diseases that also require surgery. What are those and what is your approach to that? Yes, so basically, as I discussed initially, the congenital heart diseases, which are mostly seen in case of the pediatric, pediatric population. Yes. These are 
because now due to the recent advent in the uh, in antenatal care thing, the right. most of the congenital heart disease can be diagnosed before the delivery itself. Delivery, okay. yeah. So, so because of that, uh, there are some congenital heart diseases which are not uh, amenable to survive after mm, the, so mm. those can be patient can terminate. The, but there are most of the things are we call as, uh, in those are divided into two, like uh, cyanotic or blue baby mm. syndrome and other mm. are we call as acyanotic. Correct. So, most of these are either because of the hole in the heart which they call as either uh, atrial septal defect or ventricular septal defect. And uh, the, and the blue baby syndrome, what we call as, there are most of the score condition. What we see in the practice is we call as uh, tetralogy, top or tetralogy of failure. Right. So these conditions can be diagnosed uh, by doing a simple test like 2D echo, as I yes. told you. So some of those conditions uh, are managed currently medically initially. If mm -hmm. they are not raising uh, immediate intervention, some uh, requires immediate intervention. Immediate intervention. But uh, now because of the recent advantage of the pediatric cardiology, many yeah. of those conditions can manage with interventions okay. definitely nowadays because and the, uh, the conditions which are not um, amenable for the intervention, they require uh, open heart surgery at right. either uh, at the early age or when they uh, grow and a little become yeah. more than 10 kg or weight and when they can tolerate the surgery, hmm. such can be done later on when required. Right. So, doctor, for the uh, patients who undergo bypass surgery or for that matter even valvular heart surgery, what would be your uh, post-care yeah. uh, tips that you would like yes. to share so, with your patients. Yes. So, uh, as I told you, uh, so when, the, we come, uh, when these patients are going home, we tell them to f uh, f follow the most of the this, uh, what we call as your medications, your activity, definitely. Uh, it's not like that after, as I uh, mentioned be before, that they should be bedridden or yeah. lying down. They should be active. They should be, so I always tell, we don't want to run the marathon, but walking is the best exercise, the best what exercise. they can do. Right. So at least they should, after the bypass also, uh, they should start uh, doing this activity walking. Okay. Take care of their sugars, take care of their cholesterol, take right. the medicine, they can go for the repeated, many of doctor you call for the follow-ups. Right. So, so if anything is there, we can find it out and uh, treat regular them. Check -ups regular regular checkups. Regular checkups, your 2D eco, ECG. Right. Those are the things which should be followed for any, after any open heart surgery or any intervention, cardiac intervention, what I suggest. Yeah, right. Doctor, what would be your uh, take-home message to all our viewers with regards to cardiac diseases and their management? See, the, my take-home message will be if cardiac diseases are increasing, they will increase. So first, to avoid the, these things, you should avoid the risk factors. Okay? Yeah, so <laughs> that is the first thing, lifestyle. <laughs> lifestyle. Most of the, <laughs> and um, uh, one thing I have to tell you, now we, nowadays we are seeing the most of the young cardiac patients. Like when, yeah. so is when, there a particular uh, we, reason for it? So I think the particular uh, reason, see, mostly maybe the what we are the lifestyle has changed. Your diet, yeah. your stress. stress they, everybody is called yeah. it's like rat race is going yeah. on. So I think. And uh, also there is more uh, 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 increase in smoking yes, among the habit, youngsters. Yes, yes. So habits like habits, we call yeah. these habits like smoking or uh, uh, tobacco abuse in any yes, form. Yes. Is a bad. So these are the so that's why we are seeing the what we call as cardiac condition young is like the person who requires uh, cardiac condition in the 45 before that that we are seeing. So we I did the bypass for as as young as 39 to 43 years old patient. Yeah. So that is the thing which is coming up and which is very surprising to uh, our fraternity also. Yeah. So take home message will be so try to keep your heart fit. 
try to do the means you should do exercise do meditation your diet your sugar your cholesterol your blood pressure right. all this thing well you don't consider that uh, i am the one nothing will happen mm. or to me or uh, yes. nothing and another thing you are saying that like uh, young students is that craze of gyming going yeah. to the gym and yes. doing so see each person has different level Response. so you cannot uh, everybody cannot Just become arnold schwarzenegger or like that that's why right. yeah. so it is individualized hmm. exercise that's why i said so most important exercise is be active like walking or right. running or your cycling or your swimming yeah. that is more than enough, enough for heart we yes. don't require biceps or triceps <laughs> yeah. and, to save your heart yes. <laughs> and if your heart is fit then yes you everything you can do is. in the life what right. i feel is that <laughs> thank you so much doctor for spending time and uh, you know sharing with us your views on cardiac disease and the management uh, dr rakesh deshmani is available at manipal hospital goa every day monday to saturday for consultations until the next episode of health mantra stay fit stay healthy take care and keep watching prudent